statement. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Give Pastor Chris a hand. <clears throat> it's really our delight to be here and see Pastor Chris Page and his lovely wife, Casey, and the eldership here, my long friend, uh, Scott Fiddler and Cindy. Cindy, we've known them for many years. You, you guys have got some tremendous leadership here, and you are very, very blessed. And uh, we're very encouraged with what we sense and feel uh, God's about to do here. Uh, he's doing great things, but <clears throat> how many know the best is yet to come? And God is, God is in the business of building things. And he's not just building individuals, but he's building his body, his church. And part of the way he builds it is not just, you know, work out at the gym or eat right. All those things are good physically to build yourself up. <clears throat> but there is a, a spiritual dimension to God's building where the Bible talks about that when you pray in tongues, you edify yourself. Everyone say edify. That word literally means to build up. So we know the spiritual gift of praying or speaking in tongues. It's not for others. The Bible says it edifies us. And there are other gifts in the Holy Spirit. There, in fact, there are nine, and we're going to look at just a couple in just a minute. But I wanted to tell you a little bit about how I stumbled upon this. I was raised in South Carolina, and where the trees are tall, the grass is green, and most all the chickens are fried. And, and everybody there was Baptist, almost. It seemed that way. And I know some of us can everyone say, thank God for the Baptist. We love the Baptist people. But <clears throat> I remember going to church and reading about the exploits of Jesus in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, and hearing the pastor preach about it. But I never saw any of the manifestations of what Jesus did when he walked on the earth. I never saw it happening in the church. How many know what I'm talking about? You think, well, wait a minute, there's something different with this. And so <clears throat> we, I'd ask my mom, what, what's this whole thing about miracles and praying and speaking in tongues? And they say, oh, this, that's all passed away. And so I thought, this is pretty shallow, that there's a gospel or there is a truth to follow this God, but he doesn't do what he used to do. And I never saw it. And so it was kind of empty. And so I went off to university and did what most uh, students do. I partied and, and said, I'll find my way and, and have a good time, et cetera, and so forth. And then at the end of my uh, senior year, um, I got accepted as a grad assistant at Tennessee Tech University to coach football and to get my master's degree. And as I entered into my, my grad program, this guy on the football team, a big defensive tackle, he came to me. He said, man, there was this guy in the weight room, and he told me everything about me. And I had never met this guy before in my life. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, he's some kind of psychic guy. And he read my mind, <clears throat> and he's telling me all this stuff. And he's telling me about my wife, and I didn't have my wedding band on. And he didn't know I was married. And he's saying all this stuff, and it, was, it freaked me out, man. So I went to the meeting to hear him, and he's a preacher. And I thought, wow, that sounds cool. I said, I want to go. And so I went, <clears throat> and he, I'm thinking, if I go in there, those, kind of, those people are going to read your mind. They're going to tell what you're thinking. I don't want that because my mind was thinking bad things. You know what I'm saying? How many know if, if there was a teleprompter on your forehead that put a digital readout, everything you were thinking? How many know most of us would be wearing real low hair caps, you know, walking around? And I was that kind of guy thinking, I don't want anyone to tell anybody what I've been thinking about because it's not good. 
And I just remember just the dimension of the power of the Holy Spirit. And when I first got a prophecy, and it really so struck me that people did not know me or anything like that. And I saw the God said, God, I want this. I want this. This is, this is the fuller part of Christianity. It's not just the truth of who Jesus is and he died on the cross, but he said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be my witnesses, both in Judea, Samaria, Houston, uh, Tomball, you name it. That's the paraphrased version. You can get it later. But <clears throat> the point is, is not only is the presentation proclaimed, but it's proclaimed with spiritual power. And the Bible tells us it calls the gifts of the Holy Spirit it's the Greek word charisma, which means gifting or gifts. And one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is, is called the gift of prophecy. Now, it's not like Old Testament prophecy where they were, where they were directive and they were, they were telling about the nation of Israel. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3, that today prophecy is for exhortation, encouragement, and consolation. In other words, it really encourages you that God knows what's going on in your life. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit are, are here for us. They have not ceased. They haven't gone away. And they are here. God heals. I've seen more people get healed. I've seen people who've had cancer. I've seen cancers fall off their body. In fact, when I was the chaplain at the University of Florida, <clears throat> I prayed for a guy on the football team who... Uh, it was back when Emmett Smith played, and, and this guy was the defensive back, and his leg grew out. <laughs> and the next meeting, we had the whole football team in there. They wanted me to lay hands on them so they could grow taller. You know, I'm 6'4", I want to be 6'5". I said, no, you missed the point. It's not about you getting bigger. It's about God healing something that's not right. But it was amazing when people see the power of God, not, word, not just in word only, but in the demonstration of his gifts, all of a sudden this thing called the gospel really comes together. Amen. And it changed me. And, and everywhere I go, I pray for people. My wife and I, we pray for people. We were in Sydney, Australia, and a lady there, they'd been trying to have a baby for 11 years. And they, without success. And we're, we're, on, the, we're on the Sydney ferry going over to Manly Beach. And we said, we're going to pray for you right here on this ferry. And the Bible says, also in James, it says, if there's any sick, anoint them with oil. So we said, we don't have any oil. Then I said, well, Renee, look in your purse, because women have everything in their purse. And she looked down there, sure enough, there was some fingernail oil, you know, where you go to the, to the manicures and they put the oil on it. Most of you guys don't know what I'm, hopefully you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, if you know what I mean. But anyway, she, she, she found this oil, and I said, that'll do. So we laid hands on him right there. We just dobbed a little bit of that fingernail oil on her forehead right on, the, right on the ferry and prayed for her. Her Three months later, she was pregnant. She's got a beautiful baby girl named Rebecca Faith because of that. God did that. It wasn't anything mystical in the oil. We didn't pray some real deep Elizabethan prayer. Lord, thou us knowest that we believeth in you, you know, or anything. We just, we pray God this woman wants a baby, and sure enough, God opened a womb. Amen. So that's the God we serve. These signs and wonders are going to be here. Why? Because the demonstration of the gospel is a part of it. Signs point to something. We don't follow the signs. We actually follow where the sign tells us to go, and they all point to a supernatural God named Jesus Christ. So we're going to pray tonight 
Now, some of you, uh, some of you may not get prophetic words directly, but you can say that's where, that word's for me. I'm, I'm taking that in Jesus' name. And God, you're going to speak to me. And God, you're going you're gonna to use that for me. Others, you're going to get direct words. Some of you, we're going to pray for you for breakthrough. Uh, others, we're going to pray for you for healing. I feel like the Lord wants to heal some people here today. Uh, particularly, I was, I was sitting there, there. God wants to heal somebody's finances. I'm talking about, I'm talking about real healing of finances. And um, he's going to restore some stuff. You're in here tonight. God's going to do a miracle for you. And it's not because of me or Pastor Chris or, or Scott or any of the great leaders here. It's because God is good. And he wants to edify and build up his church. You see? And I tell you what, when you go out and say, my God does miracles, people can refute and laugh at you, but they can never take away the reality of what God did. Your testimony is powerful. And we have seen a lot of those things happen. And we want to pray tonight and believe God for some miracles. And I'm going to be asking my wife, Renee, to join me and Scott and Pastor Chris. You feel, feel free to join up. Or Cindy, if you guys feel, feel like the Lord's putting something on your heart. And I think our friend Earl, yeah, Earl, Earl, you be ready to, uh, to pop up here if God puts something on your heart to prophesy. But we're just going to believe God tonight that he ministers to us. So let's, do, let's just do something for a moment. Would you stand with me? Just take your hand and put it over your heart. Lord, we just love you. We thank you. Father, I pray you would make our hearts receptive tonight to hear what you're doing. I pray, Father, that no preconceived notion, no religious baggage from the past, nothing that we've heard would hinder what you want to do by your spirit. So, Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name that we would have open hearts open ears, open understanding to hear what the Spirit is saying to us as a church, individually as well as corporately. So, Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit, I ask you to come and minister to us. I ask you to speak to myself and the other leadership here, Lord, that, that you would move and you would speak. You know what these people need. We don't, but you do. Father, you know every hair on their head. You know every thought they think before they think it. And God, we trust you tonight. Holy Spirit, have your way. Move by your gifts. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a seat, please.